Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. So I ask you, are you getting stuff done on that to-do list or is it just growing each day? Are you using it to be productive? or to see how busy you can be? Does it track what you truly need to do or exist to remind you of how much you aren't getting done? When it comes to your life and business, tracking what you do is critical to keep the stress low and success high. But when the to-do list you dedicated to tracking becomes a never-ending saga of undone tasks, it becomes clutter, and that's a problem. If you listen to my episode on decluttering with my simple system, you may remember my quote from Peter Walsh. Clutter isn't just the stuff on the floor. It's anything that gets in between you and the life you want to live. Too much on your to-do list is a type of clutter, and it's linked to your productivity in a big way. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping clients make space for what matters most in their lives. Join me each episode and we'll talk about decluttering, stress management, habits, personalized productivity, gratitude, and so much more. I understand the overwhelm of life because I'm a wife, mom to kids and cats, and a former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome, everyone, to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in time and stress management. I use simplicity, self-awareness, and systems as a way to help multi-passionate creatives boost productivity, balance business and family, and do it all simply and sustainably so they can avoid burnout. I do this because I've lived it, the precarious balancing and the burnout. I survived my own chaos and clutter, grief, trauma, and eventual burnout when I was a caregiver for my mom while pregnant twice. At one point, I was caring for my mom, an infant, and a toddler and trying to run a business. Yeah, I get it. And that's why I do what I do now. I was so overwhelmed during that time, and I would love to ensure that other women, especially moms and business owners, never have to go through what I did in the way that I did. I know I can't control what life throws at you, but I can teach you how to manage it and select the best tools to help. To-do lists are one of them, if done the right way, and I'm excited to talk about that with you today. Before we dig in, I wanted to share that this episode is sponsored by the Positively Productive Strategy Session. This heart-opening, mind-expanding, goal-setting session gives you the clarity you need to determine your best steps forward. If you're feeling frustrated, anxious, stuck, overwhelmed, disorganized, stressed, this is the place to start. Book this session whether you're new to coaching or life's gotten off course and you need a productivity tune-up. The best part is you don't need to know what you need. You only need to know it's time for support. We'll discover together what's happening and create a strategy, especially for you, that works for you. Go to PositivelyProductive.com strategy and be sure to use promo code podcast for a very special listener discount. 
Now, let's get into today's topic. Do you have a to-do list? I'm guessing you have at least one. Most of us work from them, especially if we're juggling lots of responsibilities. Cough, cough, I'm talking to you, my fellow multi-passionates and moms. The few who don't either don't have much going on, even as I say those words, my brain is going, huh? Or they are being resistant to it because they believe they can remember everything. I'll call that one out another day and stick to the topic of how to tackle one. But I'll quickly remind the list resistors of what David Allen says. Our brains are for processing and creating, not keeping information. That's why lists can be fantastic tools. It's how we manage to buy enough toothpaste and milk, make sure our honeys do what we need, and how Santa keeps things magical. But there's a dark side to the to-do list, and I'm willing to bet you know exactly what I mean. So I ask you, are you getting stuff done on that to-do list, or is it just growing each day? Are you using it to be productive or to see how busy you can be? Does it track what you truly need to do? or exist to remind you of how much you aren't getting done. When it comes to your life and business, tracking what you do is critical to keep the stress low and success high. But when the to-do list you dedicated to tracking becomes a never-ending saga of undone tasks, it becomes clutter, and that's a problem. If you listen to my episode on decluttering with my simple system, you may remember my quote from Peter Walsh, Clutter isn't just the stuff on the floor. It's anything that gets in between you and the life you want to live. Too much on your to-do list is a type of clutter, and it's linked to your productivity in a big way. Clutter overwhelms and distracts, signals unfinished work, triggers guilt, blocks self-care, and promotes dissatisfaction. All of these things lead to reduced productivity. When we talk about these concepts, our goals and our tools, it's important to define them. So let's make sure we're on the same page about productivity. Productivity has traditionally been defined as creating more, producing, creating, abundance. Think about the Industrial Revolution. We had a limited amount of time, we wanted to create more things in that time. So it's understandable that we inherited this assumption with personal productivity that it would mean doing more. But as I said in episode 61, that's lent itself to a hustle culture, and it too easily translates to being active or busy, which then leads to burnout. As Admiral Akbar says, it's a trap. My husband does that voice so much better, but you get the idea. I want to redefine productivity as doing less, instead being more efficient, leveraging your time so that you can live more and achieve more in that time. The way we do that is by doing the right things at the right time in the right way. We also do it by making sure that your to-do list is truly a to-do list for you. It's time to get clear, come clean, and be ruthless in how we spend our precious time and energy. So grab your to-do list and let's curate it with four simple steps that will change the game for you. The framework I created and use for my clients includes four steps. Delete it, delegate it, delay it, do it. You may have heard variations with three or four Ds like do it, delegate it, drop it. This is my twist on it, ensuring that delete is not only a part of it, it's the first part. The order is very important and I'll explain why. If you'd like to have a visual reference while we're going through this, click the link in the show notes for access to the Positively Productive free resources library, which includes a full collection of worksheets I use with my clients. Step one, delete it. This is the declutter first philosophy you have heard from me if you've spent any time with me. Do not organize what you do not intend to keep. 
do not list what you don't intend to do. Think about it. You have something on a list that never gets done. What a waste of energy, right? It cues guilt and frustration and it distracts you from what you need to get done. You have good intentions, but be realistic. Remember I used the word ruthless? This is the time. Ask yourself, does it apply? Does it fit my mission? Does it still make sense? Does it excite me? When you're strategic planning, you're creating a filter for what belongs and why. Use this to ensure that your to-do list is supporting your plan in business and in life. You can reference episode two, Declutter Your Life with a Simple System, as a guide to reviewing your list. You can use the same decluttering principles in this way. Step two, delegate it. Now that you've cleared off the stuff that doesn't belong, take a fresh look. This is another review where you're questioning things. Go task by task and say, how can it get done? Notice I didn't say, how can I do it? No, I want you to ask yourself in a passive way, how can it get done? Putting yourself in that passive mindset is effective because it lets your brain get creative. It's not deleting it from the list. It does need to get done, but you don't necessarily have to do it. I'm talking to you, people pleasers. Mamas, this is especially important. Also, keep in mind, delegating isn't only hiring people. Some can do it for free. Uh, kids, for example. Or bartering might be an option. Automation is an effective way to delegate things. There's so many creative ways that you can delegate a task and so many types of tasks that can be delegated. Be sure to check out episode 18, Declutter Through Delegation with Liz August. I think you'll appreciate some of the different ways we discuss delegation in that episode. Step three, delay it. This one is especially important for my fellow multi-passionate people, but it's also good for the anxious ones who feel like everything has to be done and has to be done now. That's not a productive way to approach things, but I understand the feelings that you have and the anxiety that comes up. So not everything has to be done, nor has to be done right now, but how do you keep track of it? So there are many reasons and many benefits for delaying tasks. I think it's comforting for all those ideas and passions that you're juggling. If there's something you really want to keep on your list, if it's calling to you, maybe it's a not right now. Your current to-do list and calendar are prime real estate for your life. Someday projects clutter up the current ones. Strategic planning per quarter is a great example. You can have things that you must focus on this quarter, so you have to push the remaining items to another quarter. That's not someday, that's just the next quarter. But it's not off your to-do list and it's not immediately in front of you getting in the way either. It's not your current focus. That's the sweet spot for the delayed items. And there are easy ways to keep track of that, such as including it on a planning sheet for another time or setting the idea in your calendar to review at a later date. Step four, do it. Now's the time to take action. This is what you think of when you think of a to-do list. And now that you've deleted what doesn't belong, delegated so that it's not always up to you to do it, and delayed what doesn't belong right now, what's left is what makes sense for you to do. Your task might also include the delegating part of it and figuring out who's handling the task. But from here, you can take what you have and prioritize. Now's the time to choose what to tackle and in what order. Think about David Allen's two-minute rule. Anything you can do quickly do it immediately. More that's checked off that list means more movement and more motivation. You'll feel more energized as you reduce the list even further. 
Then look at the 80-20 principle. You can look at the book or just the principle itself where 80% of your results are going to come from 20% of your efforts. What's the uh, 80% result going to come from? Or The One Thing by Gary Keller. What will be the big domino that's going to knock the other things over? If it's a big task, you split it up and schedule it. Uh, Let me give you the quote by Gary Keller that I absolutely love. This is something you can take with you today. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary? Once you choose what you're doing, now you can look at it and do it in a way that works best for you. If it's a dull task, you could add music. If it involves content for business, you choose the platform you like best. That's why I have a podcast and not a blog. You can also choose when to do it so you're approaching the task with the best focus possible. When to do something, how to do it, these are all things that I work on with my clients because that's how you can become most efficient in what you're tackling. So those are the four steps, and I encourage you to repeat them regularly, especially when you notice your to-do list is starting to tackle you. If you'd like a list of the steps with some key reminders, go to PositivelyProductive.com slash free to access the free resources library. The Tackle Your To-Do List worksheet is included along with a ton of other great resources. Review the list, go over it, and if you have questions, message me on Instagram at at Positively underscore Lisa and we can chat. Having a list that reflects what you really need to do, having that clarity, it boosts your confidence and your focus. And that changes how you approach your business and your life. Tackle your to-do list the right way, and you can't help but be more profitable and productive. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to PositivelyProductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to PositivelyProductive.com slash resources.